Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improved jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Scary. Thank you to Caleb J for sending in his paranormal encounter for this episode. And for some clarity, these paranormal stories are narrated by myself, Will, in the first person to allow them to come to life. Now, on with today's episode. Unless it's a new build, the houses or apartments we make our homes are really just vessels that we pass through. Happy families make the atmosphere joyous, lonely souls that hide behind walls and doors. The mix of energy that fills apartment complexes is diverse and interchangeable. New York, 1986 In July 1986, I moved to New York City. I was in my early 20s at the time. There is something about city life that's addictive to me. When you grow up in a small town, the city is like a type of playground. 
and anything other than that is boring. Well, to me at least. I had managed to get a job working in a busy bar. The spot was extremely busy. Socially, it was awesome. But it meant that my weekends were taken up, as well as long working hours. A lot of late nights, but when you're in your 20s, it doesn't really take as much of a toll. I had just finished an arts degree in college, but to be honest, I didn't know what the hell I was doing with my life. I was lucky enough to find a cheap apartment that I shared with a college friend named Seth. Seth was a very intelligent guy, great with numbers. He had landed himself a job in the financial district. Part of me knew that he would eventually want his own place and a salary would surely follow that would mean he'd be able to do so. On moving day, Seth presented a cat which he had named Brian, which I always thought was a weird name for a cat, I still do. He had Brian since he was a teenager, and to be honest, it didn't bother me. Our household growing up was full of pets. Our family, myself included, loved animals. We had to hide Brian from the landlord occasionally though. I soon discovered that Brian had a habit of sleeping all day and being very active at night. You'd hear him running, knocking stuff over, meowing into the darkness. Seth didn't seem to hear much. From what I could tell at the time, he was a very heavy sleeper. You could hear his heavy breathing at night. At first, Brian's nocturnal antics were a fun talking point. I would joke saying he must be having secret get-togethers. And Seth would laugh. I'd end up biting, biting back at Seth saying, how would you know what he's up to anyway? You're completely knocked out. Something I didn't know about until we became roommates was that Seth would sleepwalk occasionally. The floor in the apartment hallway would creak every time someone would walk up and down the hall. The first night that I found out about Seth's sleepwalking, I was lying in bed just after drifting off and I heard this shuffling in the hall. 
slow footsteps creak stop and then continue sometimes I would wake up in the middle of the night and he would be standing in the dark at my bedroom door just a black silhouette staring in at me Brian was always at his feet I think he was maybe protecting him or just curious the first few times it happened it completely terrified me I had never experienced somebody sleepwalking before it wouldn't happen often but when it did I'd always jump when I saw his shadow and then Once I cast my eyes down to Brian, I'd relax a bit. It was pretty easy to get him to go back to bed. I'd just say, Go back to bed, Seth. And he would leave, mumbling down the hall and into his bedroom. Around this time... The floor that our apartment was on began to stink. It was disgusting. The moment you arrived on our apartment floor, you'd be smacked in the face with this god-awful smell. I complained a few times to the maintenance guy, but he shrugged it off as old pipes acting up. He was incredibly lazy. Once our sink was broken in the apartment and it took him three weeks to fix it. I don't know if it was a combination of poor sleep or his job, but I remember Seth becoming more and more, I guess you could say, withdrawn. He was spending more and more time over at his girlfriend's house as well. Any time I did see him, he looked exhausted. So I became Brian's new father, I guess you could say. Seth's sleepwalking went from, I want to say, every few months to about twice a week. He had changed from walking slowly to... uh, stomping down the hall bursting into my room and shouting sometimes mumbling none of it made sense numbers just words that I never had heard before one time he came into my room and shouted and ran this was all completely new to me and seemed to be new to him too his sleepwalking was usually quite benign instead of having to tell him to go back to bed I was now bringing him back to his bed one morning I got up extra early to talk to him 
and thought maybe I could catch him before he went out to work. He was really embarrassed. I kind of felt sorry for him at the time. I was asking him, was his job stressful, relationship okay? He just said everything was fine and sheepishly went off to work. About two nights later, I came home from a night shift. Get out of the lift, smacked in the face by that smell. Dragged myself down the hall. It was one of those work shifts where you were absolutely exhausted and are fantasizing about getting into your bed. Brian greeted me at the door, meowing. He seemed extremely hungry, so fed him, watched a small bit of TV, and not long after, climbed into my bed. At some point in the night, I woke up to footsteps in the hall. I remember my bedroom door slowly opening and seeing a figure standing there. My first thought, funnily enough, was, where's Brian? This time it was just a dark figure, which I presumed was set. But no, Brian at his feet. I said, go to bed, Seth, you're sleepwalking. And a voice responded. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. 4.06. I didn't think much of it. Like I said, Seth was sleepwalking regularly at this point. And most of the stuff he was saying was incoherent. I fell back asleep. The next day when I woke up, I heard the front door of our apartment open. Seth popped his head in to my bedroom and said, Hey, they found out what that smell was anyway. And I asked him what did he mean. He said there were police on our floor and that a neighbour had told him there was an old guy who had died. He lived alone and what we were smelling was his decomposing body. I remember feeling physically sick. The thought that I was smelling a dead body for all those weeks was just so sad. But also so disgusting if I'm honest. I followed Seth to the kitchen and grabbing, I remember grabbing a coffee and getting, I followed Seth to the kitchen to get more details. I asked him what apartment they had found the guy in and he replied 406. Straight away it clicked, I said that's the number you were saying in your sleepwalking. And last night you came in and said it again. He looked at me like I was insane. 
I said, I know you don't remember your episodes, but you did. He said, last night. I said, yeah. He said, last night I was at Maggie's house, which is his girlfriend. You must have been dreaming. Seth hadn't stayed in the apartment at all. I was 100% not dreaming that night. Part of me thinks that the guy who had died was hoping that someone would find his body. Another part of me wondered how many of those encounters was set the shadow at my door or was it the guy who had passed away I ended up staying in that apartment for a number of years but never experienced anything paranormal ever again I did try to find out about the guy who had died a lot of the neighbours said that he kept to himself some of them said that he had a wife and kid who had died in a car accident a number of years back and ever since he had turned to alcohol and life kind of spiralled if you have your own real life paranormal story and would like me to narrate it on the show you can send it to scary a paranormal podcast at gmail.com from november 6th i will be dropping weekly patreon episodes meaning that if you choose to join our patreon you will be getting an exclusive weekly scary fix as well as ad free episodes understandably this might not be possible for everybody instead I would be highly grateful if you could rate and review the show, subscribe or even share this podcast with a friend. All the links you need are found in today's episode show notes. Thank you for listening and join me next time for another scary episode.